Welcome to Postcards from the Bush with Robin McConkie. It's a podcast about the nuts and bolts of life in rural Australia. The good, the bad and the beautiful. This is a story of discovery. Discovering a dress I love and discovering the woman who created the artwork for the dress. I'm not known for wearing dresses, but when I saw my wattle dress at an exhibition of Outback Artists in Brisbane, I had to have it. A quick change and I was transformed, albeit barefooted. Friends commented on how great the dress looked on me, and one woman said her auntie, Jean Barr Crombie from Birdsville, was the artist. On a 6,000-kilometre trip in Outback Queensland, I visited the Red Ridge Gallery in Blackhall. I discovered that Redridge, the label, shines a spotlight on central western Queensland Aboriginal artists by expressing their work beautifully in fashion. Jean Barr Crombie and her sister Joyce Crombie have deep connection with Redridge, the label. Their artwork was the basis of the first two fashion collections Redridge, the label, produced. The collections were recognised internationally, with invitations to display dresses on the catwalks of the United States and Europe. In Blackhall, I bought a painting of the Channel Country in Flood by Joyce Crombie. So now, with a dress and a picture by the two sisters, I wanted to know more. In Birdsville, I was lucky to meet Jean and talk about art, culture and language. My name is Ulfrande Jean Bar Crombie and I'm from Birdsville, Wakanguru, Yelliandi Country. So the Simpson Desert and the Channel Country. We started with the dress and her love and connection with the Channel Country and the Simpson Desert. It's a sandhill wattle and one of my favourite flowers. Back in them days, my mum, you know, they did the smoke and we've got two lots of trees. There's our dogwood tree and the wattle tree, we could use that as well. And uh, it's always been my favourite, so that's why I put it on canvas. Have you been painting for a long time? Oh, yes, yeah, I have been. Um, I started off with Joyce and a friend from Brisbane, Colleen Wall. Um, they've sort of got me going with it and I haven't looked back since. And you've been working with Red Ridge for quite a while? I have been. I love working with Red Ridge. Um, they've uh, given us a lot of support. We're thankful for that because we are where at we are now, thanks to them. My understanding is that Louise Campbell from Red Ridge has been invited to go to the United States to exhibit some of the work that um, the Red Ridge artists doing and the dresses they're doing. You must feel incredibly proud. Oh, yeah, yes. Um, we are proud. Um, this is something that we haven't done before. Yeah. Um, even the artwork coming from Birdsville, you know, um, and to take it overseas, that's something that, you know, you only dream about. It's something that I've uh, wanting, been wanting to do uh, with my artwork um, and if, with the other ladies that's involved with it, so, you know. Jean, tell me more about growing up and the artwork and the, the story behind the, um, the, the wattle and the bush medicine and the smoking ceremony. Well, we've always had it. Uh, I, I do remember Mum making the fire and doing the smoking, you know, like putting the kids through it and because if they were naughty. And, um, yeah, it it was scary when, you know, you, you're growing up and you're seeing others going through the, the bushes, you know, like through the smoke from, and thick from the bushes, you know, fire burning. 
yeah, it, it was scary as a young child, but you know, you, you get used to it, and and um, there's always a story behind it. You know why uh, they've done it. You know, and, why the kids are being naughty. Well, in, in the parents' eyes, they probably were naughty. You know, um, not listening, and uh, that sort of thing. So they'll put them through that smoke. Yeah. And tell me about your family. You talk about your mum. Tell me about your family and where you grew up. Well, I was born at Alton Downs. Uh, Dad was working out there at the time. And, um, yeah, a few of us have, have been, well, most of us have been born out on country, uh, around Birdstall. Uh, Roseburg, Pandy, Alton Downs, and um, a, a couple of them born in, in the hospital. For me, I was born at on Alton Downs Station, where my dad worked at that time, and I was told that my dad delivered me, and that's so special. Yeah. Yeah. You know... Um, Did it mean a special connection between you and your dad? Oh, my dad's my world, you know. Um, yeah, always has been and still is. Um, yeah, just that's just so special. What was special about him? What did he mean to you? What was the connection? M- my connection with my dad was very strong, Um I guess the others would call me I was very spoiled. <laughs> yeah. But he was my dad. Yeah. You know, just loved the whole lot of us. Did he teach you about the country when you were kids? Um, mum, mum did most of all that. Dad was busy, you know, doing his work. Uh, so mum, mum went along with him. And, yeah, we especially had on Alton Downs. Um, it was, that was my thing, you know. Like the others lived around, like like I said, Pandy and Rosebirth and that, and so they'd they'd know the country better than what I would know. But my thing was Alton Downs, and I still love going back home. So you know, it's part of part of my life. Just love it. You are very involved with talking about the culture and the culture of the indigenous communities in this area. Tell us a little bit about this this part of the world and and what communities were here, what clans were here. Well, we're um. My grandfather come from the desert, that's Wakanguru, and my grandmother is um, from the river country, and she was Yaliandi. So we're, we're Wakanguru Yaliandi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, my granddad uh, come in from the desert and worked on Clifton Hill Station and, and, or, and around here, you know. Um, so we're just part of, it, part of it all. We lived here for ages, you know, mm. it's home. Do you know the dreaming of this part of the world? I know bits and pieces yeah. of it, you know. Um, yeah, uh, what what Mum had told us, and what did she tell you about it? Oh, about our connection to our Dreamtime snake in the water that we call it Kanmari. We've got the the Swan story, the Kuti. Um, so the, and there's others, you know. Mm. Uh, but but for me, my special ones is those two: the snake and the and the uh, Swan. I just love your art, and you said that you your sister Joyce whose painting I bought, which is of the Channel Country in Flood, is has really got you into art. Was it hard? Was it difficult? How did she convince you that you should be painting? Well, I don't know what was her reason behind it. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm a stubborn person. Are you? <laughs> and um took me a while to uh, get into it. But when I did... I did my first painting of the swan and um, I never stopped. I'm mm. still painting. My, my table is my 
place where I paint. How do you feel when you're painting? Oh, I feel really good. I'm connected. Um, back to country, our Dreamtime stories. It's just that connection, and then you're putting it out on, on canvas, and and it goes from there. Mm. You know, it's just um, it's a good feeling. Uh, there are times when I'm just painting, and I don't even know what I'm painting, don't even have a story in mind, but it all comes to you when, you know, when, when you're getting more involved in it, and it just, oh, yeah, this one here it could be... Um, in the dream time, you know, um, mm. and and it connects to your story. Mm. So, and do you have your own style? I mean, have you been influenced by people or do you, it, this is what comes from you? Yeah, what you see on canvas is what comes from me, you know. Um, uh, sometimes uh, I don't even know, like I said, I don't even know what I'm doing, but I put it on canvas and then it all falls into place of, of what it is and, mm. and the story connects to it. Jean, is it important for the Aboriginal community or the Indigenous community around here to, to be able to tell the stories it, that, as you do? Oh, I, I think it's important. Um, but like I say, it's, it's the connection to the people as well as the country. You know, like if I was to introduce myself, I'll, I'll say my name is Ulpende, Jean Bar Crombie, and I'm from Birdsville, uh, Wakanguru, Yelianda country. So the Simpson Desert and the Channel country. So I introduce myself like that, you know. Mm. Uh, um, I use my Aboriginal name because that's my connection to my family. Um, and uh, it's like I put that out on, on canvas as well. You know, it's who I am. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, but, but the connection to the people and country is very strong. Yeah. And it's, that's what makes you, you know. Is that connection recognised and respected around here? Well, I hope so, you know. <laughs> you know, we are the Wampanoag-Yalyandi people, traditional owners of this country. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I hope we do get recognised, um, you know. Uh, and it's it's happening, so yeah. it's happening. I know that you and Joyce have, in fact, put out a little book. I've got it, and it's a CD about language. Are, are, are kids learning language? Well... I really can't say yes, they are, because I don't really know. Um, but I'm hoping they they would take the time to learn, and and because if if we don't put it out there, we're going to lose it. And if the kids don't take interest in it now, well, it'll be too late. You know, mm. um, we just got to do what we got to do and try to teach the kids. And is the language alive at the moment, or are you having to resurrect it? Well, we've we've still got people who talks. You know. Mm. Um, but it, it's slowly going. It's slowly going. It, that's why we, we need to put it out. So what's next on the agenda for Jean and Joyce, or Jean in particular? For me, I'd like to do another book, uh, another dictionary, uh, to, to put our language out there, keep on doing my artwork, and just living the life, I guess. It's pretty, it's pretty good out here. Um, it's chilly in the morning, beautiful days. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. I'd I'd never trade it for a city life. This this is home for me, and it's worth millions. Thank you very much, Jean. Thank you. You've been listening to Postcards from the Bush with Robin McConkie. Subscribe on your favourite podcast app and leave me a review. Music was composed and presented by Luke Aidney. Mm-hmm.